Use your blood to paint. Keep painting until you faint. Keep painting until you die. Yoko Ono. Sometimes an artist is simply not appreciated in his or her lifetime. Vincent van Gogh created over 2,000 works of art, but managed to sell only two of them. And although today his paintings sell for tens of millions of dollars, van Gogh was considered a failed artist whose depression eventually led him to commit suicide at the age of 37. But this isn't a story of an artist taking his own life. Rather, this is the story of an unsolved murder in a small beach town in New Jersey. I'm Connor Avery Tuxton from Mid-Atlantic Broadcasting, and this is Painted Seas, the murder of Jerry Quinn. Khan. I know what you're up to, you asshole. And it stinks. Even for, <coughs> even for you. <coughs> oh, I almost forgot. Tell your mother I said hello. The voice on that recording was Jerry Quinn the night before his death on August 1st, 2019. As far as police and other investigators know, this is the last time anyone can confirm Quinn was still among the living. Right now I'm making a telephone call to the Cape June Police Department. Good afternoon, Annie. This is Connor Avery Tuxton from Mid-Atlantic Broadcasting. I know who you are. We call every day. Yeah, well, I was wondering if there have been any breaks in the Quinn murder. Well, no one's ever confirmed it's a murder. Yes, but based on all the evidence that we have and what we found... The has deemed the cause of death undetermined. For now, it's an active investigation. So is the department still actively investigating? Uh, are there any leads from anyone who had personal vendettas against Mr. Quinn? That's half the frickin' community for crying out loud. Shit, I'd even be on that list. Why's that? He put a big scratch in my Taurus when he was walking by it with his oxygen tank. I saw him do it. And he denied it, of course. Okay, is it possible to talk to the chief? Yeah, he's straight profession. Thank you, Annie. Is it alright if I call back tomorrow? If I said no, would it matter? My relationship with Jerry Quinn only began a few months earlier while I was doing some reporting on the historic Cape June Art Festival. It's a brisk February evening in Cape June. I'm walking down the main thoroughfare here, Washington Avenue. I'm looking for the residence of one Jerry Quinn. Now, Jerry is a longtime resident here in Cape June, former art teacher at the high school, and this year he's been tasked with heading up the Cape June Arts Festival, which is in its 247th year. 
there seems to be some controversy surrounding the festival this year, and uh, I think we're at Jerry's door right now. I'm going to knock up and see if he's home. What do you want? Uh, Mr. Quinn, hello. My name is Connor Avery Tuxton of Mid-Atlantic Broadcasting. Yeah, get to it. Well, I'd like to ask you some questions about the Cape June Art Festival. <coughs> and? Well, I understand that you're the chief planner of the festival this year, but there's some controversy with the decision. Then it sounds like you already have what you need. So? Yeah, yeah well, there, there's something else. A few years ago, when you were the art teacher at the high school, there was an incident. You were doing so good up until then. You're all the same, looking for the sensational bullshit. Let me ask you a question. What sound does a closing door make? Excuse me? It was evident that I wasn't going to get anywhere with Jerry Quinn. He didn't really feel like talking about the festival, and maybe I didn't help matters much by asking him questions about his termination. So I decided to take a new angle. Through a little research, I found out that the main benefactor and beneficiary of the art festival was the Yacht Club, the Cape June Yacht Club. Hello, sir. I'm looking for a Captain Pethybridge, a Theodore Pethybridge. Oh, hello, yes. You over there. Right. Are you the reporter who called? Yes, I'm Connor. Connor Avery Tuxton. Yes. Well, come aboard. Watch your step. Right, it's a floating dock. Be careful, it sways a bit. Right, right up the, the, the plank. Watch your step. I have some lines laid out, you know. I'd like to get an early start. This next interview was conducted on a boat. In full disclosure, I am not a fan of being on boats, whether they are out at sea or tied up to a dock. You wanted to know about the Painted Seas Art Festival. Well, yes, of course, the the Painted Seas Art Festival is, uh, of course, one of the most auspicious and renowned maritime art festivals in the entire world. I dare say that the chaps in Sydney think that theirs is special, but really, can you expect a former prison colony to host a true art festival? <laughs> really? Oh, no. You see, Cape June has hosted this festival for nigh on 250 years, ever since our namesake, the Admiral Thaddeus June of Her Majesty's Royal Navy, uh, founded our little slice of seaport heaven in 1708. Oh, the Cape June Yacht Club has, I am proud to say, been the main benefactor of the festival since its founding. And I, as the head of the Yacht Club am uh, proud to be the Grand Marshal, so to speak, in past years. Yes, it's been great. What can you tell me about Jerry Quinn? Jerry Quinn. Oh, yes. Jerry Quinn. That name really should not be uttered here, my good man. Why, you should be ashamed of even bringing him up. Honestly, what kind of reporter are you? I should have you keelhauled for even speaking the name of that devil. Quoting directly from Wikipedia, keelhauling, which I had to look up, is a form of punishment and potential execution once meted out to sailors at sea. The sailor was tied to a line looped beneath the vessel, thrown overboard on one side of the ship, and dragged under the ship's keel, either from one side of the ship to the other. 
or the length of the ship. Needless to say, things didn't go too well from there. As a matter of fact, this interview is done. Get off my boat. Get the hell off my boat. However long-winded Captain Theodore Pethybridge may have been, it was evident that he was not a fan of Jerry Quinn. That seems to be a pattern. This is a man that I met in the amphitheater in downtown Cape June who described himself only as Carl. We used to hang out at uh, Mother Shokas and do shots together. And uh, one time I saw him in the bathroom. He was looking at my penis and he said, I want to paint that penis. One of the things that uh, that he was very interested in was changing the logo specifically for the festival because he thought that we had had enough of the lighthouse theme. This is Keith Durant, the principal of Cape June High School, commenting about the incident that led to Jerry's termination. So he said, look, every year this logo is presented by a member of the public. Um, maybe it would be a great idea if my class worked on um, the concept this year and you know it would be nice to get a student you know recognition for designing the logo for the Painted Seas Festival so I was cool with it I thought that was a really good idea and uh, somewhat progressive thinking on on Jerry's part. Principal Durant goes on to describe that fateful morning. Even turning down into the hallway we could hear commotion uh, didn't really know what it was all about, but there was screaming um, and a lot of loud bangs. Uh, as we approached the classroom, uh, before we could even open the door, the door flung open. Uh, there was water everywhere. Next thing I know, I see a half-naked woman struggling with a costume that appears to be a mermaid costume, sequined and everything, and she is just having difficulty holding it. Next thing you know, one of the committee members walks in the room, slips on the floor, the model that was being used for the project slips, and... And based on eyewitness testimony and the video I've watched online, when the model stood up, she was clearly topless. And wanting to shield his students from her nakedness, that's when Jerry Quinn reacted and used his hands to cup her breasts. Every student had their phone out, recording it, most likely posting it to social media everywhere. Uh, yeah, it wasn't the viral sensation that we were expecting. My name is Jason Medina, and I'm a lifer here in Cape June. In 2009, I understand you were in an art class at Cape June High School taught by Jerry Quinn. Damn, 2009? It's been 10 years. Were you present for the mermaid costume malfunction? Yeah, I saw it. You couldn't miss it. It was a total train wreck. The only one who kept his cool was Jerry. He just, boop, covered the tatas and helped her get dressed. I think he felt that we'd still continue painting her. To Jerry, it was no biggie. He's, he's an artist. The guy likes to push the envelope. He's a risk taker. That risk got him fired. Do you think it was justified or an overreaction? I kind of feel like he got hosed a little bit. No one intended for it to happen. It was just like the perfect storm happened that day. When you think back to that incident, what do you remember? Do you laugh at it? Are you scarred by it? Personally, I wasn't scarred by it. 
I'm a tattoo artist myself today, thanks to old Jerry. Do you remember the name Richard Smerkon? He's the person Jerry Quinn referred to as an asshole on his last voicemail message. The following audio recording you will hear is of Smerkon, 10 years earlier at a Cape June emergency school board meeting. This meeting was to discuss the dismissal of Quinn, and it clearly displays the bad blood which was present then between the two gentlemen. Superintendent Hildreth, members of the school board, I come before you tonight on a matter of grave importance to the concerned citizens of Cape June and to the Cape June school board. You have a scandal of epic proportions on your hand, which affects the very fabric of our good city and which threatens the very morals of our innocent children. I implore you that you cannot consider a slap on the wrist of this art teacher nor internal discipline because there have been, I know personally that there have been numerous episodes with this particular teacher that demand more than a simple slap on the wrist Councilman Smerkon drones on in this fashion for well over six minutes. Six minutes and 57 seconds to be exact. And while he never is specifically able to call out Jerry Quinn for any other questionable behavior other than the mermaid incident, he is effective in painting Quinn as a villain. Because not only has the reckless depravity of this teacher potentially cause severe psychological injury to the youth in his classroom, but his actions and the actions of this principal in not taking immediate uh, consequences to fire this individual have slandered the heretofore sterling reputation of this good city and of the Painted Seas Art Festival, which, as you know, has been a historical constant the identifying force, the very heart and soul of Cape June for nearly 250 years. But now, in, in, in what is an inexplicable error of judgment, this art teacher brings in a stripper from when he is tasked to have his AP art class paint the logo for this year's Painted Art Festival. And what does he do? He brings the stripper into the classroom, has her undress, and then fondles her breasts in front of these impressionable 11th graders. And I submit to you that I represent the good city of Cape June, and we will not stand for it. We demand the immediate and permanent termination of Jerry Quinn so that we can regain some semblance of our reputation and never have to deal with his likes again. I thank you for your time. In sharp contrast to Councilman Smearcon, Jerry Quinn did not offer any comments at the school board meeting. He wasn't even present. 
However, he did write a note on a post-it and gave it to Principal Durant to give to the board. His note simply said, this is how I see it. And then he went on to quote contemporary artist Doug Aitken. The quote reads as follows. I think there is a hunger for things that wake you up, something that makes you peel back your eyes, that reminds you that you are alive. Art is at its best when it is in the now. Hello, is this Simone? That's what they call me around here, but I'm not giving you my real name though. Okay. You must be the reporter here. Yes, my name is Connor Avery Tuxton of Mid-Atlantic Broadcasting. Is there a quiet place you can go to? I can step in here for a few seconds. I got like five minutes before my next shift. Okay. I'm doing a story on the art festival in Cape June, and uh, the Painted Seas Art Festival. Okay, Ian. What's that got to do with me? Well, I kind of wanted to ask you about an art teacher in Cape June who was involved with the art festival, and then he wasn't. You're talking about Jerry. Look, mister, I feel bad for the guy. Fucker used to come in here all the time. Pretty good tipper, too. Always had a smoke and a smart-ass comment about something. Guy lost a job over a wardrobe malfunction. Th that's what I wanted to talk to you about. What the hell? So Jerry comes in one night, right? He's half drunk, as usual. Says, I got a proposition for you, honey. I say, Jerry, what the hell? You ain't getting nothing. It's strictly so. Then he says, nah, it's not like that. He says, my punk ass, his words, not mine, art students have to do a logo for some stupid ass festival in Cape June. And he was tired of seeing fucking lighthouses year after year, so he wanted to have the Pam Mermaid. <laughs> Guess he wanted to wake up the town fathers, Avery. It's Connor, yes. So, then I say, for 200 bucks? Sure, what the hell? I mean, I put on a little green string bikini, put on an overcoat over it, to go to his classroom. I think it was the next week. And did something go wrong? <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I'm a stripper in a green thong and sweaters in front of 20, 20, and 11th graders, holding paintbrushes with the jaws open. But then, Jerry the Perv asked me to put on some tight ass rubber mermaid bottoms with these thin things and no feet and sit on a damn plastic rack in a giant bucket full of sand. Right, so is, is that it? I wish. Then the fucker put out a garden hose. Man starts spraying me with cold water. Fuck that. I told him to turn it off and I tried to stand up, but I slipped in a damn mermaid cocoon and as I was about to fall to the ground, Jerry grabbed me. The problem was the floor was wet and we both fell. He broke my fall. And I guess I lost my bikini top and well, Jerry tried to cover them with his hands. I see. Huh. Shit, that's my cue, I gotta go. Tell Jerry I said hi and stop in if you see him. Yeah, I talked to Jerry. I had to tell him he was fired. Um, I asked him how he felt about the incident and was he sorry? Uh, and he looked me right in the eye and said, no, I'm not sorry. 
Uh, that was kind of Jerry's way, uh, somewhat reluctant to admit mistakes uh, that he had made. And again, this goes back to our relationship before he became uh, the art teacher uh, at the high school. But um, one thing that he said was, this is my style of art. Kids need to see this style of art because it's not something you're seeing a lot of these days. Um, I really don't know what he meant. I'm not an art historian, uh, but it seems to me when you have a half-naked woman sitting on a rock in a classroom and things go crazy where she's slipping and sliding and students are bumping into her and falling on top of her, uh, I don't think that's the kind of art that we want our students to learn. Fired? Yes. Finished? Not by a long shot. On the next Painted Seas, the murder of Jerry Quinn, We'll learn how Jerry's termination may have been the catalyst that led him to drastically alter the course of Cape June history. Until then, I'm Connor Avery Tuxton from Mid-Atlantic Broadcasting.